The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Armstrong, well protected. That ball comes out high, and it's intercepted. John Lattermilk walks into the end zone with a Hawkeye touchdown. Carl Davis got the pressure on Armstrong. They brought a blitz. Welcome into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. The 7-4 Iowa Hawkeyes playing host to the 8-3 Nebraska Cornhuskers at Kinnick Stadium. Black Friday, November 28th, 2014. Hawkeyes coming off a heartbreaking loss to Wisconsin, 26-24 last weekend. The Hawkeyes at a real crossroads in the season after starting the year with high expectations of eight or more wins. Eight was the cap. They had to do whatever they could against Nebraska. That's the most wins they could have in the regular season. Angry bunch of Huskers, though, after the last couple weeks losing to Minnesota and Wisconsin the way they did. Iowa defeated Nebraska last season in 2013 in Lincoln, 38-17, to dominating fashion. It's supposed to be a rivalry game that's been forced down our throats by the universities, as we all know. We'll see if the Heroes Trophy matters going forward. We had a really good one at Kinnick City in this past weekend, though. The game started with Iowa driving down the field easily. A pair of Mark Weissman rushes set up Jordan Kinzeri's 15-yard scamper on third and four for a first down to the Iowa 43. 13-yard connection from Jake Rudock to tight end Jake Doozy. Nine more to fullback John Kenny set up first down from the Nebraska 18. Kinzeri 12 more on the Iowa. Iowa seen, look, they're running the ball. They're trying to run the football early on in this one. They're in business. They're driving down the field. Rudock drops back on third and goal. Tosses a pick over the middle of the field. Nate Gary from Nebraska. Poor decision. Poor throw by Rudock. Nebraska football. Okay, early turnover. Iowa can overcome early turnovers. They were able to against Wisconsin. The Mark Weissman fumble early in that one. They were able to overcome that. Good thing Nebraska couldn't get anything going on offense for Iowa. But Matt Vandenberg fumbles away the punt return, and Nebraska takes over again at the Iowa 34. Three nice stops here by Iowa, and the field goal tried by Drew Brown misses wide right. Everything's okay. Two turnovers, no blood. Iowa gets the ball back. Rudock throws a 15-yarder on third and 20 to Kevontae Martin-Manley. The senior can't come up with it, but Nebraska gets dinged for defensive pass interference. Weissman rushes left for five yards. First quarter expires. No blood. Iowa has two turnovers. Nebraska can't get anything going on offense. 0-0, end of the first quarter. Third and eight from the Nebraska eight-yard line. Rudock drops back, is sacked by Zara Anderson. The ball slips out and is pounced on by Husker Trevor Roach. Nebraska comes up with its third timely turnover of the day. Still no score. Iowa comes away with nothing deep in Nebraska territory. Third and 12 for Nebraska from its own nine here. Hawkeyes get pressure. Quarterback Tommy Armstrong lobs a ball directly into Iowa safety. John Laudermilk's breadbasket. Laudermilk glides into the end zone easily for the score. 7-0 after the Marshall Kane PAT. Look, Iowa's been in the red zone twice. They've turned the ball over both times. They've also turned the ball over on a punt. And somehow, the defense has come up with a touchdown. They lead 7-0 after the Marshall Kane PAT. Things are fine for Iowa. Nebraska goes 3-0 and out again. The defense looks good. Hawkeyes get the ball back with 7.52 remaining in the half. It's uh, The ball's at its own 38. Weissman gets a couple on first down, but Kanzeri struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage on second. Rudock hits Martin Manley on third for 15 yards to move the sticks. First down, Rudock to Martin Manley again for 25 yards. Iowa seems to be rolling down the field. Hawkeyes get all the way down 
out of the Nebraska four, can't come up with the completion on third down. Marshall Kane hits the field goal, makes it 10 nothing Iowa. Drive 11 plays, 58 yards, 6.08 time elapse. Nebraska football, 144 remaining in the half. Tommy Armstrong makes a nice first down on, on first down to start the drive. But Desmond King, the sophomore, breaks the route on the very next play, comes up with the big INT for Iowa. Iowa takes over at the one, at, with the 122 on the clock at its own 41. Now look, Iowa has shown the propensity or the lack thereof to drive the ball down the field with not a lot of time left on the clock. Second down, Rudock hits Demond Powell. Powell can't hang on to the ball after taking a couple steps. He fumbles it away. Joshua Kalu credited with the force and recovery for Nebraska. Husker ball, first and 10 from the Iowa 36. Armstrong sacked by senior linebacker Quentin Olsen on first down. He hits Keith and Carter on third down for 30, 34 yards though. Nebraska set themselves up for points. Amir Abdullah squeaks out to the right side past the defense. Armstrong hits him in the end zone for the score from five out on first and goal. 10 to seven Nebraska capitalizing on the Powell fumble. Look, Amir Abdullah is going to get his. You know he's going to and you've got to know where he's at at all times. He squeaks right through the defense wide open in the back of the end zone. Touchdown. Team loss for Iowa here. Head to halftime. You count your you count your blessings. It's 10 to seven. You have a lead. You've turned the ball over a bunch of times already in the first half. It's making it tough. And Kirk France was asked about this after the game in his postgame news conference. You know, turnovers. How do you fix them? What went wrong? What is it with Iowa and turnovers in this football game? Here's what Kirk France had to say in his postgame news conference. Yeah, you turn the ball over anytime, and we, we have not done a good enough job this year overall in that category. Uh, if I was going to point to one thing, that's where I'd start. So that got amplified today, and you know, there's, there's no one reason for that other than we just, uh, uh, they're all costly, and uh, anytime you're in there with the chance to get uh, get points, you, you certainly want to come away with points. Turnovers are always detrimental to a team's chances of winning games, especially in the Big Ten. As we know, turnovers can kill your chances to be, uh, to come out victorious. So it's halftime. It's 10 to 7. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break here on Quick Hits. When we get back, we'll hear more from Kirk Ferentz. We'll also get through the entire second half, and we'll have stats and breakdown from this Iowa-Nebraska game on Black Friday on 2014. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeye's Mike. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. And welcome back to Quick Hits on Hawkeyes, Mike. Uh, I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. The Iowa Hawkeyes dominating at the half, really, as far as stats go. They only lead 10-7 to 7 on the scoreboard because of turnovers, but Iowa has 40 plays for 178 yards to Nebraska's only 21 plays for 92 yards. Time of possession, Iowa's possessed the ball 20 minutes and one second to Nebraska's 9.59, but Iowa's four turnovers. The Rudock interception, the Rudock fumble, the Vandenberg inter- uh, fumble on the punt return, and then Damon Powell's fumble. Uh, as Iowa was trying to move the ball down in the waning moments of the first half. 10-7, to Nebraska opens the half three and out. Iowa drives the ball down the field, helped out by a big 37-yard out pass to the right from Rudock to Tavon Smith. Smith catches it up the sideline, right at the line of scrimmage, makes a beautiful move on isolation coverage, scampers down the sideline, touchdown Iowa, 17-7. to On third and four, defensive end Nate Meyer gets good pressure on Armstrong, forcing a bad pass incomplete. Nebraska sets up the punt. The punter for Nebraska bobbles the snap, then hits it into the back of one of his blockers. 
Raiders. Iowa defensive end Drew Ott nabs the ball out of the air after a bounce and scurries into the end zone for what is officially a 12-yard punt return for a touchdown. No blocked punt because it went off of a different Nebraska player, but 24-7 all Hawkeyes early in the second half. Iowa looks good at this point. They're up 24-7. The the defense is playing exceptional football, but Nebraska begins its next series at its own 28. First and 10 from the 39, Amir Abdullah busts through the line for a big 53-yard gain. You knew he was going to break out eventually. Then on second and goal, Nebraska gets called for holding, resulting in second and goal from the 18. Huskers can't convert. Then Drew Brown comes on for the 27-yard field goal attempt. Big defensive tackle Carl Davis busts through the line, blocks the field goal. Iowa takes over. Not much happening on offense for the Hawkeyes here as they punt, but really Nebraska's offense is sputtering. They can't get anything going at this point. Dylan Kidd's punt sales 40 yards, down to the Nebraska 36. Nebraska needs something big here at this point. They're down 24-7, time's ticking away still in the third quarter. Five plays, 64 yards, 135 time elapsed, just what the doctor ordered for Nebraska. Tommy Armstrong strikes it to Tariq Allen on third down for 34 yards. Score set up by a 27-yard run by Abdullah on second down here. 24-14, Nebraska's not going away. They're not going to be put away here by the Hawkeyes. Iowa's offense sputters yet again, though, going three and out. Kid, 39-yard punt, returned to the Iowa 48. Nebraska punts it away again, though. Iowa takes over at its own 20. Look, things are okay because the third quarter is winding down. Weissman powers for four yards. Third quarter expires. Iowa's up 24 to 14. Here is where things are about to get a little nutty at King at Kinnick Stadium. Fourth and six from the Iowa 24-yard line. Dylan Kidd's punt sails 49 yards. Demorne L. Pearson, one of the best returners in the country, bolts down the field 41 yards, setting up Nebraska first and 10 at the Iowa 32. Armstrong to Kenny Bell for 32 on the very next play. Pay dirt. 24-21. Iowa needs to stop. Put a, put a finger in the dike here. Nebraska's now scored 14 unanswered. They need to sway the momentum back in its favor at home. Rudock runs up the middle for 13 yards on first down, but nothing else doing for Iowa. Dylan Kidd punts to Al Pearson again. This time Al Pearson fields the punt at the Nebraska 20. Gorgeous return. 80 yards down the field to pay dirt. 21 unanswered points for Nebraska. It's 28-24. to Nebraska up after the PAT. What happened? What in the world happened in this football game? Iowa gets the rock back at its own 15. Plenty of time left still. There's still 12.06 on the game clock. Things got crazy there in the final three minutes for Nebraska on the offensive side of the ball. Parakeen-Ziri first downs. Rudock sacked big time though and Iowa can't pull themselves out of the hole. Punt from Kidd goes out of bounds. Probably a wide, probably a wise decision. At this point in time, Nebraska's got a lead, but it's almost all been smoke and mirrors. You have a big punt return. You've got a couple big plays on offense with Abdullah as well as Armstrong, but you've got four turnovers. Somehow Nebraska's up. Iowa's defense has played relatively well outside of the big play. So what does Iowa do to respond here? They force Nebraska three now. Iowa takes over at its own 47 after the Sam Fultz punt. Matt Vandenberg, nice six-yard return. Rudock hits Doozy for 15. Hits Devon Smith for 10 more on third and 11 from the Nebraska 37. Fourth and one, Weissman gets the handoff to the le- to the right side of the line, hops through the line, gets eight yards. Mark Weissman, if you watch this play, narrowly gets taken down. Could have been a big touchdown run for the Hawkeyes. Shoestring tackle, though. Two plays later, Weissman for 10 more. Third and goal from the Nebraska five-yard line. It doesn't matter. Rudock to Kinziri. Touchdown, Iowa. 12 plays, 53 yards, 5-17 time elapsed. Iowa leads 31-28 to with 1.49 remaining. Took a lead, two minutes left. Put Nebraska in their two-minute offense. They get the ball at their own 28 to start. They need a field goal to tie, send it to overtime, or a touchdown to win. Second and 10, Armstrong's pass to Kenny Bell falls incomplete, but Greg Maben called for the defensive pass interference for Iowa. Second and 10, Armstrong pass complete to Carter for 14. First and 10 from the Iowa 47. Armstrong to Brandon Riley for 35 yards. Complete pass, pair of rushes, and a timeout gets the clock down to 20 seconds left.
left. Abdullah carries it up the middle, taking the clock down to 12 seconds left. Ball's at the Iowa three. Drew Brown bangs the field goal through to tie it up at 31. After the squib kick and return by Chad Gilson for Iowa to the Iowa 49, Rudock hits Stevon Smith for 17 yards. Clock is ticking down. Smith pitches back to Kivante Martin-Manley, who then in turn pitches it to offensive tackle. Yes, offensive tackle Brandon Sheriff. Sheriff runs up the sideline before being pushed out of bounds to the Nebraska 23. It was kind of a nutty play because if Sheriff made a cut back, which I know you're, you're talking about a 320-some pound guy making a cut back, but remember, Sheriff played quarterback in high school at Denison High School. So it was kind of a kind of a weird, kind of a goofy play. And I know a lot of Hawkeye fans saw some optimism there, but over time we go. Iowa loses the toss. They start on offense. Overtime is very simple in college football. If you don't understand, each team will exchange possessions. Uh, the offensive team will start at the 25-yard line. If the offensive team scores a touchdown, then the defensive team will take over at the 25-yard line of the opponent. They score a touchdown. We go to another overtime. They kick, the first team kicks a field goal. Second team scores a touchdown. Game is over. Second team wins. If the first team kicks a field goal, second team kicks a field goal. They're both tied. They go to a second overtime. After the third overtime, then you must go for two. It doesn't matter because this game only lasts one overtime. Hawkeyes start with the ball. False start penalty on first down. Has Iowa first and 15 from the Nebraska 30. Weissman gets nine back. Rudock hits Doozy for seven on third down, but Nebraska's called for holding. So first down, first and goal for the Hawkeyes from the Nebraska nine. On third down, Rudock's intended pass to Doozy falls short, incomplete. Marshall Kane bangs in the field goal. Iowa 34, Nebraska 31. Husker ball. As I said, if Nebraska kicks a field goal, we go to second overtime. If they score a touchdown, the game is over. Nebraska wins. First and goal from the Iowa, first and 10 from the Iowa 25. Nebraska, Tommy Armstrong, rush up the middle for two yards to the Iowa 23. Amir Abdullah takes over, rush to the left to the Iowa 21 on second and eight. Third and six, Tommy Armstrong pass complete to Kenny Bell for 12 yards to the Iowa nine. First down, Nebraska. First and goal from the Iowa nine. Tommy Armstrong rolls to the right, connects with Kenny Bell after what seemed like an eternity of coverage in the front court of the end zone. Touchdown Huskers, game over, 37-24 in overtime. Nebraska is victorious. Iowa falls to 7-5. and five. Nebraska moves to 9-3. and three. The Heroes Trophy, that fabricated awesome rivalry that we have going between Iowa and Nebraska, will go back to Lincoln. Look, after the season, Iowa's 7-5. and five. A lot of Hawkeye fans very disappointed. It's a tough one to swallow. We'll get into that here in a minute. Let's go ahead and get some stats from this game. Let's start with Nebraska. First downs, 13 to Iowa's 24. Rushing yards, Iowa had 142 on 50 carries. That's a 2.8 average. Nebraska, 161 yards on 31 carries, 5.2 average. Passing to Iowa, 230. Nebraska, 202. Nebraska, 12 of 28 for two with two interceptions. Iowa, 19 of 38 with one interception on the day. Two touchdowns for the Hawkeyes, four for Nebraska through the air. Offensive yards, 363 for Nebraska, 372 for Iowa. Penalties, Nebraska had 5 for 49, Iowa 3 for 21. Time of possession, 37-36 for the Hawkeyes to only 22-24 for Nebraska. Third downs, Nebraska 5 for 15, Iowa 10 for 20. Fourth downs, Iowa 0 for 1, Nebraska did not attempt one. Red zone opportunities, both teams 2 for 4 and score sacks on the day, excuse me, 4 sacks for Nebraska for 27 yards, 2 sacks for the Hawkeyes for 5 yards. Some individual stats Let's start with Nebraska rushing. Amir Abdullah, 13 carries for 106 yards. No touchdowns on the day. Tommy Armstrong Jr., 11 carries for 31 yards on the day. Monty Cross had 3 for 14, and uh, L. Pearson had 4 for 10. Passing, Armstrong, 12 for 27 with 2 interceptions, 4 touchdowns along of 35. He was sacked twice, 202 yards. Riker Fife, the backup, he went 0 for 1 when Armstrong came out with an injury. Armstrong didn't return, no big deal. Receiving Kenny Bell, 3 for 53, including 
two touchdowns, both in the waning moments, one of those in overtime. Kathan Carter, two for 48 on the day. Uh, Westerkamp had two for 13. Abdullah also had two for 13. Brandon Riley had one for 35. Tariq Allen had one for 34. And L. Pearson had one for six. For the Hawkeyes, Mark Weissman leading the way on the ground. 24 carries, 82 yards, no scores. Jordan Kinziri, 16 carries, 55 yards. Uh, Jonathan Parker had one for four. Jake Rudock had eight carries for a net of two yards on the day. Passing, Rudock, the only quarterback that saw any action for the Hawkeyes today. 19 for 38 with one interception. That one, a big one in the red zone early in the game. He was sacked four times, had a long pass of 37. He also had two touchdowns. Kevontae Martin-Manley had six catches for 63 yards. Tavon Smith, four catches for 71 and a touchdown. Jordan Kanziri, three catches for 17 yards and a touchdown. Tight end Jake Doozy, uh, two grabs for 28 yards. John Kenny, the fullback, two grabs for 20 yards. Ray Hamilton, the senior tight end, one for 10. Damon Powell had one for six. He also had the big fumble on the catch. Brandon Sheriff also gets credit for no catches, but he also had 15 yards receiving on the day. Punting for the Hawkeyes, not a terrible day for Dylan Kidd. He had five punts for 221 yards total. That's an average of 44.2, long of 55 on the day. One one of those was inside the 20. Return yards, Matt Vandenberg had three punt returns for 32 yards, a long of 20, but he did also have that big fumble. Drew Ott gets credited with the punt return for a touchdown, one return for 12 yards. Kickoff returns, Chad Gilson had one for 21 yards. Jonathan Parker had five returns for 105 yards along of 28. Marshall Kane perfect on the day in field goals. One in the second quarter of 22 yards and again in overtime for 25 yards out. Defensive stats. Solo tackles. Jordan Lomax, he led the way with eight total tackles. Quentin Alston also had eight total tackles. He has one sack uh, for minus three yards on the day as well. Josie Jewell, he had seven tackles for the Hawkeyes. John Laudermilk had five. He also had one interception for 17 yards and the touchdown. Drew Odd had four tackles on the day. Desmond King had four tackles. He also had the interception in the first half as well. Carl Davis, he had three tackles, one sack on the day, two tackles for loss, total of six yards negative for Carl Davis. Nate Meyer had three tackles. Tommy Gall had two. Bo Bauer had two. Mike Hardy had two. Reggie Spearman had two. Dylan Kidd had a tackle. Brandon Sheriff had a tackle. Cole Fisher had a tackle. Nathan Bazada had a tackle. And Louis Trinkapasad also had a tackle. Iowa falls to 7-5 and five in the regular season. Bowl game awaiting. We'll find that out next next week after the selection shows on Sunday evening. Look, here's what Kirk Ferentz had to say after the season about goals and what Iowa tries to do going into each season. Really, really very interesting him talking about winning championships. When a team like this goes 7-5, and five, it's a disappointing season, but here's Kirk Ferentz on what goals Iowa has going into the year. Yeah, I've really felt like since 2001 just in broad, broad sweeping statements. For the most part, we're going to have an opportunity to compete for the championship. That's our goal. I mean, it's, I'm going to back down from that That'd be ridiculous. And, but, but I think, as we all know, there's a lot of twists and turns that go on any season. I'd love to know how many people uh, wrote down in August that Minnesota have eight wins right now. That doesn't surprise me. I thought they were a veteran ball club, well-coached, and uh, they're playing very well. Uh, I don't know how many people had Maryland down for seven wins at this time, but that didn't surprise me either. You know, I'd do some research. They're a well-coached team, a very veteran team. So my, my point there is that, you know, there's a lot of teams competing in our conference on both sides. I don't think that other division's panning out quite the way everybody thought it was going to, but that, that's football. You never know what's going to happen. You take it a week at a time, and circumstances change. Your team changes injuries, you know, all those things that can take place. So it's, so it makes it interesting. That's sports, but 
um, you know, hey, when the season is over, we got one more game, we'll evaluate everything, and then, uh, you know, talk about that stuff at that point. You know, you look at Jake Rudock's stats in this game, 19 for 38 with one interception, two touchdowns, and 230 yards. Did not play his best game. Uh, one of his worst, probably, as far as actual gameplay goes. And one of the big storylines this season was, should I would be going with a different quarterback? So should sophomore C.J. Beathard see more action? Jake Rudock kind of took away the starting job. I know the Hawkeye coaches were saying they were going to split time in the preseason, but ultimately Jake Rudock takes the starting job away from Beathard, and it's his. And Kirk Ferentz was asked about this again after the game, and he was very blunt in saying, look, we've got two good quarterbacks, but Jake Rudock is the starter. You know, Jake's our starter. CJ's a great number two. Uh, I've said that, and uh, you know, just like football ebbs and flows, and, and uh, you know, it's the same way with individuals' performances at all positions. Quarterbacks get scrutinized because they're quarterbacks, but uh, most players have ups and downs and have bad plays and what have you, and uh, yeah, Jake certainly has had a few too, but he, uh, I thought he played really well, and you know, I could go down the list. We had a lot of guys really play well. Any consideration of putting CJ Beathard in the game? Today? Not, not that I'm aware of, you know. We never talked about it. There you have it, November 28th, Iowa City, Iowa, Kinnick Stadium. The Nebraska Cornhuskers victorious after 17 fourth quarter points and a touchdown in overtime. Iowa could not match with only getting a field goal, 37 to 34. Attendance in this game, 66,897. Only one sellout for Iowa this season. That was the Iowa State game earlier in the year. Iowa's going to be waiting to go to a bowl game. Nebraska going to go to a bowl game as well. Uh, This has been Quick Hits. We'll be back after the bowl game. We'll do one more edition of this. Uh, be sure to check out all the other great stuff on HawkeyesMike.com, including all of our football shows. Uh, everyone does a great job here at Hawkeyes Mike on the football shows. We're also going to have wrestling podcasts coming up shortly. The Hawkeyes getting a big victory. Uh, maybe not as big as Coach Tom Brands wanted over the last weekend over Iowa State, but nonetheless, Iowa beats Iowa State in the duel at, at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. We're also going to do some uh, college basketball stuff for the Iowa Hawkeyes here on Hawkeyes Mike as well. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. You can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. Good luck spelling my last name. It's T-J-E-L-M-E-L-A-N-D. Shameless self-promotion. There you go. So thank you for listening. This has been Quick Hits. Big thank you again going to ABC for the uh, coverage for that clip that we played prior to this program. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeye's Mike. Thank you for listening. That broadcast school has really paid off. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.